Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello, 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 and welcome today. Yippee, here we are, jumping up and down, champing at the heels of finishing up 600 episodes. Today, I want to talk about facing the setbacks. And this is really the last episode. <clears throat> I want to talk about energy at this little group of, of podcasts. We talked uh, about energy bombs and sucks and energy creation daily, and then the sort of daily in the trench grind that we all face that is just part of daily life. And it's interesting, <clears throat> I was just watching a piece of a YouTube video by a noted cosmologist talking about the universe as one gigantic energy event and that each of us is a piece of that energy event. And so when we think about the universe, it is really the universe reflecting on itself, right? Each of us is a manifestation of that. And that's an, a fabulous realization. And the fun thing was to hear the interviewer and the cosmologist talking back and forth about when they first realized the connectedness of all these things and came to the realization of uh, one giant energy connected event and it reflecting on itself in its different manifestations and forms, it was hard for them to understand, wow, how could it be that you could think about anything else? <clears throat> you, you know, you know, this great truth, this great revelation about how connected everything is and and then everything just keeps going on like it does, like nothing happened. And I love that phrase, and it sparked a thought for me in, in terms of this podcast, because today I titled it Facing the Setbacks. And we alluded to this a little bit yesterday. Nothing ever goes like you plan. You have a good plan, and you get going, and then stuff derails you. And today I want to talk even about larger setbacks, when stuff really goes wrong, and you question your own value and direction and, you know, what you're doing. And maybe you're doing the right thing and maybe you're doing the wrong thing. And, you know, huge things that sort of throw you off. Maybe you lose a relationship or a terrible health thing happens. Or you put a whole bunch of effort and energy in something and then it flops around like a dead fish and doesn't work. And the same kind of thing occurred to me. You have this catastrophic failure in your life. Sickness, divorce, wild effort into some project that flops miserably and everything else just keeps going on like nothing's going on and your world at that moment is ending or feels like it is. And you have this huge sense of collapse and doom and can I even go on and everything else. And in this, uh, this YouTube video, it was interesting because <clears throat> the discovery of this connectedness was so exciting. The interview was just talking fast, kind of like I am and... And how could you be thinking about anything else? And yet, here we are. All of the rest of the manifestations of energy, uh, the lamp, all the other human beings in those uh, manif manifestations, they all just keep going as if they're not part of and not in any way connected to any of the other things. And it's especially apparent when you or I have some gigantic catastrophic failure. So that's an interesting thing. How is it that the world just keeps turning? 
It was an old song. Uh, why does the sun keep on shining? Don't they know? Why do the birds keep on singing? Don't they know it's the end of the world? It ended when you said goodbye. And it's talking about some breakup of a relationship that's happened who knows how many umpteen million times. And at that moment, catastrophic words are the only things that come to mind. End of the world and end of life. And some people do. They they quit. They drop out. They even might end their own life or something terrible like that. So I want to talk about energy in the context of facing the setbacks. And we're not going to dive into cosmology, although I love all of the quantum fields, quantum gravity, quantum physics, quantum mechanics, uncertainty principles, and the zero-point field, and all of those connectednesses. And I love all that, but we're not going to talk about that today. What we are going to talk about is failure, facing the setbacks. So we're all about creating your ultimate life here, a life of purpose, prosperity and joy that you wake up to every morning and you love, absolutely love being part of, looking forward to and having it be who you are, what you're doing. Wow, what a cool thing. Yet, you know, without question, you will fail. You're going to fall on your face. Doors are going to get slammed in your face. People are going to step on your toes. You know, they're going to back over your creation in the driveway. Whatever metaphor you want to use, things fail. They flop around. They break. They don't turn out like we want and we're putting effort and energy into creating the ultimate life, and then there's a giant setback. What do you do? Well, there's lots of ways you can go with that, and we talked about a little bit about one yesterday. You know, you can get mad and give up. That's always an option. But, you know, if you're really creating the ultimate life, the question is, who are you being? If you say, I am a being that is creating my ultimate life here now, and that's what I'm doing, and you know what? This awesome fantastic failure is part of that creation. This unexpected setback, even if it's giant, even if it was horrible and somebody did something evil or they took all your money or they were unfaithful or unkind or ruined you or you feel like they did. What if you said, okay, this is part of my path, creating the ultimate life of purpose, prosperity, and joy. What is the thing I can get out of this gigantic, monstrous, painful, soul-sucking setback? Now, at the very moment that it happens, it's really hard to say, what am I going to get out of this soul-sucking setback? Maybe you just want to sit down and cry or scream or bash somebody's head in. But ultimately, in a minute or an hour or day, you have the opportunity to say, what is in this for me? And most people, WIIFM, the radio station, what's in it for me You know, they're worried about just what I'm going to get out of this, what benefit is for me. And this is the same thing a little bit, only in a more expansive way, because you're saying regardless of the size of the pain, regardless of the setback, the difficulty, because failures are going to come. You're going to get smashed, crushed, bashed, and run over. It's going to happen. And you can either say, that means I can't have the ultimate life. It's not for me. It's not fair. It's not true. And it can't happen. Or... You can say, hey, this is part of it. What is in this for me? Really? I'll give you an example that happened to me, and I don't know that it's any <clears throat> wonderfulness on my part, but it occurred to me that way. When I had my near-death experience and got that horrific pneumonia and bloodstream infection in 2018 and died and all the rest, I got out of the hospital in a month, <laughs> in July. And just a few months later, 
uh, I had a terrible back pain and I woke up paralyzed and I've told that story before. And if you want to know that story, you can read it in the book, Walking Without Fear. Walking Without Fear talks about waking up paralyzed in December of that year, 2018, and what happened beyond that. But here's the, the, the key. I had a, a spectacular experience. I was paralyzed. The, the paramedics came. They took me to the hospital. Uh, I had, um, on the way to the hospital, I had this vision in the back of the ambulance. And I'd never gone to the, onto the hospital in an ambulance before, so that was new. And I was in the back of an ambulance on the way to the hospital, right? And I had this picture, this vision in my mind of a poker game where, you know, like you see the World Series of Poker or something. I always think the background is black and purple or something for some reason. But anyway, there was this table and everybody had stacks of chips and I was playing and I was seeing the scene through my own eyes. So it was first person through my own eyes watching and I, there were five or six people around the table. And then I realized that straight across from me was the Grim Reaper. And I was scared me to death. I thought, in full regalia, you know, the sickle in hand and hood, and you couldn't see the eyes, the whole nine yards. And then the rest of the players just sort of faded out. And the only people in the scene were me and the Reaper. And there were all these stacks of chips, and I don't know what we were playing, but some kind of poker or something, I guess. But then Reaper reached down and pushed all of the chips in the middle, you know, in that slow, all-in motion. And it just scared the daylights out of me and I then I thought okay what 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 do you do and then I said well if the adversary and I said the adversary not an adversary because of who it was right if the adversary raises the stakes what are my options and then it came to me a voice in my mind said well you either fold or you call and so I I pondered for just a second, then I lifted up my arm because my legs were paralyzed and slammed the stretcher and said really loud, then I call at the top of my lungs, right? And then the vision faded away. And I thought about that. And on the rest of the way to the hospital, what came to me is the very thing I'm talking about here. I started saying, okay, this is happening. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on, but what is in this for me? What am I going to learn? What is happening here? I just had this six months ago. I died already and had these fantastic visions and things that I wrote in those other books about my purpose and mission and our own nature and being divine and all of us and the capabilities and gifts we have. And if you haven't read those books, it's Meeting God at the Door and the Book of Context were the ones that came out of the near-death experience. And then this one spawned a book called Walking Without Fear. But anyway, I just, I started asking, what's in this for me? What's in this for me? And it, was, it struck me later, I had every reason to be upset, I had every reason to be afraid, I had every reason to be angry. I had just had this long, I was still in the middle of a long, long recovery period from, from this horrific month-long coma, or three weeks coma, and, and I, you know, what am I going to do? And, but I wasn't. The only thing I could think of, all right, what am I supposed to learn here? What's in it for me, in the most literal sense? So that was an example for me that taught me a lesson, and that's to do that every time, and it was super powerful. And the answer came quickly. It was all the stuff that I wrote in the book, Walking Without Fear. So that was what was in it for me and for you. You can share that experience and everything I learned if you read the book, Walking Without Fear. Now, here's what I know. I heard a talk the other day, 
uh, some conference I was at, and the, the speaker said, you know, you need to assume, he, he quoted some statistics, that more than 50% of the people you talk to at any given moment are having a really hard time with something. Maybe a loved one, an illness, a relationship, taxes, government money, who knows. But they're going through something really hard, not trivial, not small, but really hard. And when I heard that, it just struck me. I thought, okay, so that means most of the people, 55, 60%, maybe it's more than that, I don't know. I don't even know how you know that. But are going through something really hard right this minute. Wow, if that's normal, what do we do? To face those setbacks and step forward and create the ultimate life. Well, <clears throat> my experience as a coach is that maybe 95% of people, 19 out of 20, that I meet and talk to, they're not really ready for coaching. It's too hard, too much work. And even if they're going through something difficult and they need help, they'd rather live and swirl in the pain of it <clears throat> and maybe rail against it and be negative about it then then really buckle down and fix it. And the reason that's true is because what fix it means. This is the key. So this is really slow and powerful here. I slow down when it's important, right? Here's what fix it means. <clears throat> of course, you take all appropriate action. You go to doctors if you're sick or you get a different job if you can or you start your own business or you do whatever to fix the problem that some externality created, the setback, the unexpected punch in the stomach created. You do whatever you can. That's a given. <clears throat> the key to facing the setback is how you do that. Is how I or you chose to choose. Every time this happens, well, when it happens afterwards and all the way through, do we treat it as a setback? Or do we embrace it and love into it as a growing experience and opportunity? Now, I realize that's a radical concept, maybe. Or maybe it's not for you. What I finally learned after my life of setbacks and depression and all the rest of the story <clears throat> is that a choice, a conscious, intentional choice to lean into whatever mayhem is around you to not resist it, but to accept it as it is. Do what you can about it, surely. I don't mean surrender, lay down and say, oh, I give up, you know, let go and let God. I'm not talking about any of that. You do everything you can. Of course you do. You take responsibility and you get moving. But the attitude is one of learning, of joyful growth, of what is in this for me. That change right there has created monumental effects in my life about everything about my growth. I'm working on singing and writing more books and, you know, getting ready to perform in more places and finding coaching people to help. And all of those things, no matter what happens, especially when the hard things happen, lean into it joyfully with a smile, with love, and not facing the setbacks with gritted teeth and frustrated attitude, but embracing the setbacks treating them as something I can learn from, even though it's not what I wanted, and then get going on the way to learning that thing so that we don't get in our own way with our attitude. The thing that gets in our own way so much of the time to being happy today, no matter what the weather is, and I mean the weather in the largest sense, everything going on around you, 
The biggest setback is their own attitude. I don't want to be happy. I want to be mad about this. I want to blame somebody. I want to scream and yell and dance and say how unfair it is. I don't care if it's unfair. Embrace it. Lean into it. Learn to love what is in this moment. That single skill will provide you with more opportunity for joy and growth than almost anything else you can do. Love and lean into. So instead of facing the setbacks, say embracing the setbacks. Lean into everything with love. Learn what you can and move forward, creating your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet